everybody. So this episode ended up proving to be super long because we were previewing 30 movies, which just takes a while. So I decided to split it up into two parts, make it a little bit more manageable. And so here we have part one and uh, make sure you check out part two and uh, let us know what you think of these Lifetime movies. We're excited uh, to watch all of them and cover all of them this season. So thanks so much and enjoy. Hey everybody, Merry Christmas. This is so exciting. This is the Hallmarkies podcast and we are here to start the Christmas season. It's October 7th. If you can believe it, this is the start to our official Christmas season. We are uh, talking about the Lifetime Christmas movies. This is our preview show and it's going to be really fun. I am film critic Rachel Wagner and I have two special guests with me here to preview uh, these 30 movies that Lifetime is releasing. Uh, we have our very good friend Dory's here. Hi everyone. Merry Christmas in October. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we have author Rachel McMillan is here and thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I am very, very excited about Christmas movies more this year than usual because it's been such a terrible year. So excited. I think we all feel that way. <laughs> Amen. Like, like, that's the one thing that somehow is, is going forth unabated. Uh, everything else is delayed and destroyed and except for Christmas movies. They're like, we're pushing through <laughs> for 20 which is really exciting. But before we get into all of that, the reason why I wanted to have Rachel on is because she has a very exciting new book that is coming out, uh, A Guide to Christmas TV Movies. And so Rachel, why don't you tell us a little bit about your book? So I love made-for-TV Christmas movies, and I watch a ton of them. And I wanted to create, it's called a Very Merry Holiday Movie Guide. It's just to inspire people to incorporate their favorite made-for-TV Christmas movies into their yearly Christmas traditions. So it's separated by chapters. There's a book lover's Christmas, a pet lover's Christmas, um, music lover's Christmas. And I feature some of my favorite made-for-TV Christmas movies as well as ideas for party themes, for new traditions, there's recipes, there's made for TV Christmas bingo, there's a choose your own adventure. Anything you like about made for TV Christmas movies, you are going to get just everything Christmas. So it's the perfect secret Santa gift. It's the perfect gift for anyone you know who loves made for TV Christmas movies and everyone knows one person. And this year, because we're gonna be spending so much time at home um, by virtue of the plague uh, that is 2020, um, I think it's a great way to start a few new traditions since we have to imagine Christmas in a slightly different way. So. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. I thought it was so cute in the way everything kind of worked together, sort of a package of, like you're saying, a new tradition that you could do, that you really thought of everything, even the recipes that you could make during uh, the movies uh, and how they all fit together with like crafts and ideas and activities and all of that stuff. I think you really thought of everything. Oh, thanks. It was a lot of fun. And it's adorably illustrated. So hopefully people like it every year. It's a perfect gift book. I didn't do the illustrations, but uh, mm -hmm. I think that it's something that people can revisit year after year. So yeah. hopefully people will check it out. 
And did you use only uh, uh, Hallmark movies or did you use others? No. So there's Lifetime and there's Netflix and there's Up Network, but it has to be made for TV. If you're looking for Hollywood Christmas movies, that's another book. This one Mm -hmm. is just for us made for TV Christmas movie lovers. It's anything you can find on streaming services specifically or on television. Lots of Hallmark, lots of Lifetime, that kind of thing. And I think I just love reading books like that because even if I can't actually entertain, which we'll, we'll, who knows if we'll be able to this season, be like, I can pretend I can live vicariously through, (laughs) through the book. So I think that'll be fun. (laughs) And I think trying some of the things, because I've got little crafts and activities. I think it would be a great Zoom party idea because everybody Mm, can see what each other is doing. So that might be a new way to experience some of the Christmas traditions this year. I think maybe we better do that, Dory. We better have oh, a Zoom. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm always down for a Zoom crafting adventure without question. <laughs> okay. And this book sounds so good. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Um, do you have a couple favorite movies? favorite made for tv christmas movies what are some of your top ones so very merry holiday movie guide is an actually an ode i'm so thankful my publisher went with it it's an ode to my absolute favorite made for tv christmas movie very merry mix-up starring Mm -hmm. um i really like nine lives of christmas Mm-hmm. because I think those two are fantastic together. And one Lifetime movie that I love that doesn't always get talked about enough is uh, Love at the Christmas Table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one is a mm-hmm. really good one. Um, one of the early Danica McKellar before yeah. she's been in like Yeah, share a coat. That's my favorite yeah. scene in that movie. Yeah. Like, and now he was coat. on Shit's Creek. So he's uh, <laughs> the veterinarian. So uh those are a few of my favorite, but I, I love anything with Paul Campbell too. I love Window Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I always find a new one every year that I just love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a favorite last year? Oh, Off gosh. top of your head. I know, hard. It's hard because sometimes I just end up conflating them. I'm going to have to say that usually, and I it's going to bug me because I'm going to stop this and think of it. Um, <laughs> but I do tend to always really like whatever Alicia Witt is in. She's a favorite of mine. Yeah, she's um, a lot of fun. Last year, the one with Lacey Chabert and Gingerbread Houses, where she is a caterer. Do you know what? That describes so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think my, my favorite, I really liked Christmas Town last year. Oh, that one was yeah. good. And yeah. then my, my favorite uh, non- uh, Hallmark. Well, I mean, I loved Claws on Netflix. Claws. That was, I watched, okay, so I saw that it was watched like six million times in the world. Yeah. Like three million of those were just. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. I love that movie. <laughs> and uh, and then I, I loved Twinkle All the Way. That was my other favorite. So it was so good. But hopefully we'll have one as good as Twinkle All the Way because I also, the year before, 
loved Christmas pen pals. So there was a, uh, and I loved Christmas perfection. Those, so those were, uh, were some of my favorites uh, that I've ever seen on the whole time we've been covering this podcast, uh, covering Christmas movies, uh, Christmas perfection and Christmas pen pals and twinkle all the way are three of my all time favorites. So hopefully lifetime will score again and we'll have another great success that people will get tired of me talking about with these 30 movies. So I want to remind you all of our preview ranking system for holiday films. Uh, So we have uh, all items from a stocking uh, from Santa. So the worst gift you can get in your stocking is of course a lump of coal. So that's movies that we have no interest in. They sound terrible. We're not excited at all. Uh, And hopefully not many of those. And then we have a sock uh, for those are movies that we're not that excited about, but mm, uh, so you can give it a sock. And then we have an orange and that's for movies that uh, we're probably going to watch and, and we're pretty looking forward to, but we're not the highest level. So our highest level is the diamond ring. So that's the ultimate one that we are super hyped for. Very excited. And so are you all ready? I was born ready. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, and if I have, uh, if I have things wrong, I am sorry. I did the best I could uh, in looking at the, the different announcements and on IMDb and everything. So, uh, starting out on October 23rd, uh, they, they actually have, I forget how many that they have before Halloween, but it was interesting. I was talking to, when I was talking to Amy Winter uh, this, this last week, that she said that this was partly by strategy that they had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five movies before on or before halloween and she said made an interesting point she said that because we halloween's kind of canceled this year like people aren't going to go trick-or-treating and they're not going to you know have parties and whatever uh that people are going to want to quick get into christmas because just forget that they can't do all those halloween things i thought that was a really interesting point that this year in particular we needed to start early yeah she's right Mm-hmm. last as long as it can like keep it going to valentine's day just get it get us through i know winter <laughs> yeah that's I know. right yeah uh, so yeah they are starting october 23rd and uh, i mean things are always changing but as of now i believe that hallmark starts on the 24th so wow. they're actually ooh, getting in there a day early we'll see if that lasts <laughs> there's room for all though i'm gonna watch all of them yeah Yeah, for sure yes uh it's going to be there's 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 no scarcity that's why i see people complaining about you know diversity or whatever i'm like there's no scarcity we can have movies for everyone oh yeah so all right uh so the very first one that we have is christmas on ice and this stars abigail klein and ryan cooper and the little summary is Uh, Christmas on Ice tells the story of former ice skating champion Courtney who takes on her city mayor when he wants to shut down her public skating rink and cancel the Christmas carnival. Oh boy. Uh, Instead, the city prefers an indoor rink operated by a new in-town entrepreneur 
named Noah, as Courtney battles the city to keep her tradition alive, she might just find a Christmas miracle in her handsome rival. <laughs> so this uh, movie is written and directed by John Stimson, who did Christmas a la mode last year, which I don't know if you saw that, but uh, he did, he's writing and directing. And uh, so what are your initial thoughts about this one, uh, Dory? Um, I love an ice skating movie. Well, I love, let me, let me rephrase it. I love the idea of an ice skating movie. It depends on how well the ice skating is done because I think mm -hmm. we've seen some messy body double issues. Oh, that's true. That's true. We've seen some like clearly plastic rinks. Um, so I am super excited for this one if the skating is done right. Um, and I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to be optimistic. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not sure why you have, they have to cancel. They shut down the public skating rink and cancel the Christmas carnival. Like, what? COVID. That seems a little harsh. COVID. <laughs> How did they know? COVID. And, and, no public skating. I'm also a little bit confused about, so is, I guess this is an outdoor skating rink. So they want to shut down the outdoor skating rink, cancel the Christmas carnival, and then put in an indoor rink, which is far inferior, evidently. That I, I didn't know that that was something we're supposed to turn our noses at as the indoor during, rink. During the holidays, an indoor rink is <laughs> not as great, unless right. it's super decorated. Yeah. I mean, most indoor rinks aren't really like done up. But an outdoor rink, you're like in the city square and there are lights and there's trees mm -hmm. and there's probably a tree lighting and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I can't believe I'm fighting for this movie right now. Like, <laughs> hey, because it has <laughs> potential. <laughs> if it were me, I would probably, if I were these, these, these dudes, I probably would go ahead and keep the Christmas carnival and then and just cancel the, and say, hey, we're just, we're just subbing out one ice skating venue for another ice skating venue. Or why not mesh the carnival with the ice skating and then just have the budget. So it's the carnival, but on ice. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Outdoors. Now don't, that don't be, I'd want to see. Just don't be uh, ice skating with any hot cocoa. That, that really gets you into trouble. You can go from booth to booth, but only on your skates. And you have to carry a little bag with all the stuff you get. I mean, like to me, Christmas market. Could yeah, work. I mean, that sounds maybe, amazing. Maybe she, this Courtney, maybe she anticipated COVID and that we wouldn't want to be inside. That we'd need to be outside, which <laughs> yes. is very safe. Yeah. yeah. So social distancing. I mean, she knew. She understood. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, does this look interesting to you, Rachel? I'm gonna give it a sock with an orange inside because <laughs> yeah at first glance it seems rather socky however it could turn out to surprise us i too have seen some bad skating double skating but they could they could make something happen i want to be optimistic too because a good ice skating move i mean the cutting edge guys the cutting no, edge of it's possible that's the dream I that's the dream the dream so the oranges yeah. in the sock I want some uh, potential Christmas joy here. What about you, Dory? I am going to go 
I think I'm gonna go orange on this one. Um, I have hope. I love skating. I love just the look of like an outdoor rink and all of that fun stuff. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be hopeful. (laughs) Very good. I'm gonna give this a sock, but I hope that it will be good. The the thing that makes me hesitant is I don't know either of these actors at all. So I don't know. yeah i don't know if they'll have chemistry they might and then it would be amazing and i'll be super excited um but also i don't know just how invested can i be about battling between one ice skating venue versus another ice skating venue i don't very (laughs) very ice is different i used to figure skate everyone's ice is different no wonder you like the skating movies i know it pulls on my heartstrings and reminds me of my childhood (laughs) all right so then we have coming up on the 24th we have christmas unwrapped and this stars Amber Stevens West and Marco Grazzini. And he's actually in two Lifetime movies this season. So there we go. He was in The Story of Us, which was a really cute Hallmark movie. At least I liked oh, it. Oh, that mm-hmm. And he was the best part. He was the little like side romance. Yeah. Often those guys are the ones I want to see as the leads. Mm-hmm. And there was the cutest, one of my favorite scenes of uh, the uh, with uh, Sam Page and Maggie Lawson looking and see- and spying on them, him and the girl, and them having their first kiss. It was so cute. Was so the story I, of us the bookstore one? Yeah. And it it, that part of the plot wasn't the best. And the whole like solution of we're going to build on top of the existing bookstore was kind of like, I don't think that's the way engineering works. But nevertheless, I still enjoyed it. And and some of the backstory about the, uh, uh, about the Valentine's wasn't the best but i still liked it i thought it was cute and i really liked their little romance on the side it was my favorite part anyway so i do know him and it is directed you'll be excited dory because it is directed by bosetti williams i'm sorry for pronouncing that wrong who directed merry little uh christmas last year yes that's what i like to hear (laughs) yes (laughs) and even more excitement uh, so it's written by Gary Hard- Hardwick and Carly Smale, who did Christmas Pen Pals, which is my favorite, Aww. and Snowden Christmas. So that Snowden makes me Christmas excited. Christmas was good. Yes, it was. It was so good. It set the bar for Andrew Walker movies like so high that he's yet to be able to surmount it. But uh, yeah, but he's yeah. largely dependent on whatever actress he's paired with. Yeah. When it's good, it's good. When it's the wrong person with him it he comes down a few notches Uh, from me poor andrew yeah (laughs) agreed (laughs) uh all right this is a long summary so i apologize but here we go cynical reporter charity gets the opportunity of a lifetime when her boss janet assigns her to profile eric gallagher a handsome bachelor who organizes millions of dollars to help the less fortunate every christmas eric claims his charity is all funded by santa claus so charity's assignment is to discover where the money really comes from something other reporters have failed to find out knowing this assignment could make or break her career charity is initially frustrated that eric and his associates reveal hardly any information by his mysterious source of funding but as charity spends more time with eric 
She begins to appreciate his unwavering conviction that anything is possible if you just believe. With her article's deadline approaching, Charity discovers the real source of Eric's funding, of Eric's funding, and must decide whether or not exposing the truth is worth ruining her newfound belief in the magic of Christmas and love for Eric. Cool. So, Rachel, Ooh. what is your thoughts? I'm going to give this a diamond ring because yeah. it has a lot of the ingredients I love. I love reporters. I love the idea of this. Did you guys ever see Secret Santa with Jenny Garth? That's like one of my first yes. ever made TV mm-hmm. Christmas movies. It sounds yeah. a little bit like that. Yeah. She was trying to find this um, benevolent Secret Santa, but this has a lot of my catnip going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you told me the other thing, like Christmas pen pals was fantastic. So was story less. So I, I have high hopes for this one. This is a lot of what I love in Christmas movies, just to look at enemies to lovers type thing where they're battling, but then they get together. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Dory, do you agree? Oh, for sure. This gets a diamond ring for me. Um, I love the reporter, um, investigating the mm-hmm. subject, the love interest. I love that so much. And there's this, I think it's an older Hallmark movie, Farewell. I was just going to bring that up. With Christine oh, Taylor. Yeah. That one where is she, good. Yeah, where she plays a reporter yeah. and she goes to this small town and she's investigating like the Christmas yeah. magic of this town. And I love that movie yeah. so much. So in this from the description reminds me of that a lot and i mean i just adore that movie so this definitely gets a diamond ring from me i'm super excited very hopeful because of the writer i mean this this might be one of my top um lifetime picks yeah you gotta get on the bracket yeah guys bracket yeah Yeah, i agree with you guys i just and the more i read i was just like oh my gosh this is so exciting i love the whole idea of her investigating this first of all you have sort of this mysterious philanthropist which is really fun and uh, her sort of investigating what's going on i mean it goes back to the very sort of beginnings of christmas movies with something like uh christmas in connecticut Mm-hmm. uh you know or it's sort of they were in, in that case they were investigating her uh coming and seeing if she really was the reporter that she claimed writing the stories but it, I don't know, it just has that old school feel to it and i think that uh it's going to be really really cute and i love the christmas magic and so i agree i immediately thought of feral mr kringle which i think is very underrated you never heard it talked about is one of the best ones, but I think it's really good. I really like it. So yeah, I'm going. We're all all diamond Yay! rings. So yes. exciting! <laughs> Waiting. Yeah. Two movies in, and we already have three diamond rings. Yes, a good sign. Yes, uh, and we are going to be having in October, October 24th. We also the same day actually. Uh, we are going to be having our next patron watch along with Carly Smell as our guest. We are wow. going to be doing Christmas pen pals. So if you're not a patron, now's the time to join. Any patron level, only two dollars a month, uh, can uh, participate in the patron watch alongs. We just had Nina Weinman this last month, and now we're going to have Carly Smell, and I'm so excited about that. So cheap plug there. Awesome. <laughs> Okay, next is Forever Christmas. 
And this one is on the 25th and it stars Chelsea Hobbs, Christopher Russell. And this is actually, I actually have seen this movie because it was uh, from 2018, I believe, uh, that it was on the um, Passion Flick streaming service. Oh, and so wow. I watched it in 2018. And I don't know if they will edit it because it is a little bit steamy. Like that, it was PG-13. It's fine. But Wait, I've um, seen this too. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, I mean, they and they do sometimes not typically in their christmas movies do they have sort of but in their non-christmas movies lifetime will have sort of but i i do find that lifetime even with their christmas movies they tend to just they have a bit of an edge that hallmark does not have and often a lot of my friends who aren't as they they like that there's a bit of an edge or a bit of a sarcastic slant to it i was thinking about um was it Christmas contract? Like they're just mm-hmm. the banter that people have. I think it's really wonderful when they just make things, yeah. uh, they spice it up a little. So yeah, it's just usually you don't see like bedroom scenes and stuff like no. that in the, in the lifetime no. Christmas movies. And so I don't know if they will edit this a little bit to make it more commercial break uh, <laughs> more lifetime versus uh, passion flicks. I don't know, but anyway, I, so this is directed by Christy Will Wolf and uh, it is when workaholic reality TV producer Sophie starts working on a holiday season show about Will, a wildly sexy guy who celebrates Christmas every day of the year. She finds herself falling for her mysterious, unlikely new star. I so saw this. <laughs> <laughs> so we've all seen it. Renewing her long lost faith in Christmas in the process. I forgot wow. that he celebrates Christmas every year yeah every day yeah the, yeah every day he, sorry he's like and he's very handsome and I've i think seen this. yeah i think this is a perfect role for christopher russell i think he's yes. great yeah playing this kind of uh this kind of charming sexy guy i think it works yeah. a lot better than when he's trying to kind of play sort of sweet and adorable i don't think that works quite as well for him he, he's he doesn't he's got the look that you know he should be yeah. confident in it and they had yeah. good chemistry in this. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm just going to off the bat give it an orange. It mm-hmm. wasn't a diamond ring for me, but I I liked it. Yeah. I'll probably watch Same. it again. I think yeah. it's kind of funny that's like, <laughs> that's yeah. hysterical. I, <laughs> I agree. I also give it an orange. I me thought too. it was a good role I enjoyed for it. him. If you like yeah. him, then check this out cuz he yeah. is it's it suits him a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. All right, so next we have a crafty Christmas romance, which I love that name, and that is on the 30th. And uh, it uh, stars Nicola Posner and Bradford B. Johnson. This is I, directed by Brian Bro and written by Brittany Wiscombe. And they're all new to me, at least, uh, from what I could find. Uh, So here we go. Mandy Page, the owner of a used bookstore, loves Christmas. When she finds a touching letter to Santa stuffed between the pages of an old book recently donated, she decides it would be fun to answer it. But playing Santa might prove difficult since the letter is dated 70 years earlier. Mandy tracks down the book with, uh, where the book was donated from and meets Joe Canton, who agrees to help her play Santa 
Lolita and track down the mystery writer. As they get closer to finding the letter writer, they find themselves growing closer together too. And with Christmas fast approaching, the identity of the mystery writer and love might be the best gifts Mandy can receive. So Dory, what are your thoughts? I'm going to go orange with this one. Um, I can be kind of iffy with the track down the 70 year old like (laughs) recipient or you know intended recipient of the letter the whatever Mm -hmm. I think those can either be really good and touching and sweet Mm -hmm. or just like really annoying to me and uninteresting sorry Mm -hmm. um but I love a bookstore owner yeah Mm-hmm. So for that alone, I love the idea of a used bookstore owner finding something between the pages. Like I like the concept. I just have been burned too many times by these types of movies to go all in, but I am still um, excited. I mean, to me, this feels like a, a used postable script. Oh, I was just like, this yeah. is this sign seal deliver the <laughs> lifetime edition? <laughs> like, yes. like yeah. didn't I see this 27 times with Oliver O'Toole? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Joe Canton, I think, is so related. True. I think they have a connection. Uh, so I think Postable Friends will really like this. I, I'm going to give it also an orange, I, just because I don't know anybody involved at all. Doesn't mean it can't be awesome, but that's my only hesitancy but i think it sounds pretty cute and Um, i like a little magic orange for me bookstore thing is a huge deal for me but i'm with dorian that i've been burned with this because often the payoff for the 70 year old letter is not great Mm -hmm. yeah like it if they don't keep that suspense going that this could be in a big reveal if it's just a plot point to get two Mm -hmm. people together and that's something that science seal delivered does really well is it balances these great reveals with establishing the characters so because it's already been done really well and continues to be done really well i'm going to give it an orange because i might just end up watching science seal delivered instead (laughs) (laughs) because oliver o'toole is my boyfriend (laughs) all right very good um okay so then next we have a candy cane christmas and this stars Beverly Mitchell and Mark Ganimi, and he was in Twinkle All the Way, mm. which of course I loved. And uh, this is on Halloween, so this is on the thirty-first. And uh, and this is directed by Adrian Lange and written by Emily Golden. Uh, and I feel like that name sounds familiar, but I forgot to look up uh, if she's done the other Hallmark movies or Lifetime movies. But anyway, so the plot is since childhood, Candy Cane Lane has been Phoebe's favorite Christmas tradition of an entire neighborhood decorated for the holidays. This Christmas, however, the neighborhood decides to skip the decorations, crushing her spirits. As Phoebe is searching for a new tradition to cheer her up, she realizes that it's not the traditions we cherish, but the people we spend them with. While preparing for her new tradition, Phoebe stumbles upon the final thing for her her Christmas was missing, love. <laughs> That's a great summary. I, whoever wrote that, good job. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, what do you think? I think sock because this, <laughs> I feel like I've seen this movie a million yeah. times and there's nothing to make it slightly different. 
I mean, mm-hmm. if you give me this movie and then Michael Rady, mm. then Diamond Ring. But if you don't give me Michael Rady and give me this movie, I just feel that it's the whole not decorating thing. It's been done a lot. Um, so Sock for now, with like a little sprinkle of hope, but I just feel that it's been yeah. done. And that there is nothing about that summary that stands out as like, but then, <laughs> yeah. you know, she discovers the abominable snowman um, or something like that. It just, it seems kind of tired. Yeah. But I, I do think that Christmas lights are going to be like huge this year. I mean, not that they're not huge every year, but like in the day of, days of, uh, you know, social distancing and everything like that, like people are going to be putting a lot into their lights. That's how we're going to express ourselves, right? Because yeah. we can't really be with, and people will be home more, so they're mm-hmm. going to want to decorate more. But also, yeah. I, I haven't been a huge, um, I'll wait and see how Beverly Mitchell moves into this new part of her uh, mm-hmm. her life. But sock for me for now, but I yeah. will remain optimistic. I loved the one with, uh, I think Erin Cahill was in it, that um, she did where they made the snow room. Did you ever see that one? Oh, I did see that oh, one. Oh, that yeah. was the best. I love that snow room. <laughs> um, but uh, I think it was Hometown Christmas, I think is what it was called. I have uh, trouble remembering I, the titles sometimes. Yeah, I mean, they're all they're interchangeable. Also similar. Yeah. Like, when you said candy cane Christmas, I was like, have I seen a candy cane Christmas before? <laughs> they should have Probably. called it Amazing Snow Room. That's would have been better name. <laughs> that was the best part of that movie by far. Uh, what do you think, uh, Dory, about this? I'm kind of confused. Like, is this movie about her search for a new tradition? So she's going to, like, try a bunch of new traditions? Is that what we're saying? um so let's see here she says candy cane lane is shut down so she needs a new tradition new tradition and they make Uh, it sound like her new tradition is just falling in love but i want to know what she replaces candy cane lane with yeah it sounds like she tries a bunch of new traditions but then realizes that it's all about spending time with people and uh so okay yeah or but then she says yeah while preparing for her new tradition Phoebe stumbles upon the final thing. Her Christmas was missing love. So yeah, I think that's kind of the idea, but. So it's kind of cryptic. We don't know. A little bit. I think it's the copy's fault, not the movie. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's the the synopsis. Something is missing. And you know what? To be fair, maybe they did not know what her next tradition was going to be. And they were like, you know what? We're filming. And it's like, you've got to come up with something. That happens so often. It could be still filming right now. We don't know. Exactly. They filmed tomorrow and they're like, we still don't know what tradition she's going to go into. Um, It's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Do you agree a sock? No, I actually think I'm going to go orange because I think this is a timely topic. I think a lot of us will not be participating in things that we normally participate in. And I think it will be wise to remember that the Mm -hmm. holidays are about your loved ones and not necessarily like the things you do every year. I just think that's something that we're all going to be struggling with. And this sounds, um, this sounds like a, an, like it could be an interesting encapsulation of that. So I'm going to be mm-hmm. a little optimistic. I also am a little um, nervous about Miss Mitchell, but we'll see. 
And I just, I hope it's not sound mean, but I hope she doesn't sing in this one. The last two she sung. And <laughs> I'm sorry I don't need to be unforgiving, but please, I hope she doesn't sing. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. And then we have The Christmas Aunt. And this stars Keisha Knight Pulliam and Jared Joseph is the name. And we don't know, or I couldn't find a writer or director on this one. Uh, when Rebecca Miller returns home to Tennessee two weeks before Christmas to take care of her niece and nephew while their parents are away, the last thing she expected is to reconnect with her childhood best friend, Drew, as she attempts to revive the Christmas spirit, the kids' Christmas spirit, and redeem their faith in Santa, she rediscovers her favorite childhood activity, 12 Days of Christmas something she always did with Drew. As the kids' faith in the holiday grows, Rebecca and Drew's friendship returns, and she starts looking at Drew in a whole new light. And I do feel like we have seen this movie a lot of times. I, for sure. <laughs> Whether it's that Jesse Metcalf, yes. Christmas Next Door, that's basically that plot. He's taking yeah. care of his niece and nephew. And I literally he- believe I've seen this before. But was it not there? <laughs> also, Christmas yeah. Wonderland, where she comes to take care of her yeah. niece and nephew, and she reconnects with the old f- friend. I mean, yes, we've seen this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, yeah, doesn't mean it can't be good. It might be I good. Like her, I like her a lot. Me mm-hmm. too. So the that. movie last also- year. There's also like a lot of the nanny comes and revives the Christmas spirit for the kids. Like that's kind of another branch of this type of movie. So yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of these going around. What was the gender flipped nanny story last? Was it last year? Um, and it was him. He was a writer who had writer's block. Yes. He, oh man, I really liked that one. Um, yeah. They were good together, and she was raising her deceased sister's daughter, and he had writer's block. He becomes mm-hmm. the nanny. That was cute. Yeah, yeah, what and, was that one? That and was she was, one. like, in publishing, too, somehow. Yeah. Like- and it's Jake Epstein. I think that's the hero's, the actor's name. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that one um, with uh, Allie Liebert. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsors for this episode of the podcast. They are the good folks over at Care Of, and they've been a sponsor for us for uh, quite a little while, and we're very grateful to them. And they have a they have high quality products, meets personalization, and I think that's what makes them special. And all of Care Of's products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science, and they are super transparent about the research and sourcing behind all of their products. And you get individualized recommendations that come in daily. Uh, individual wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. We all are sort of struggling with that right now. And, and you have, even it has your name on it. They're very individualized. And the way that they become individualized is they start you off with you taking their five-minute online quiz. And this quiz, it asks you about your lifestyle, your sort of your belief in vitamins, how you feel about that, your lifestyle, your skepticism, your health concerns, all that stuff are taken into effect. And then you are given with your recommendations for what you should be taking. And that's very, very helpful. And you can adjust your pack at any time. It's like having a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist all without leaving 
leaving your house. And I know when I took the quiz, I was able to narrow down to my sleep needs as being my highest priority. I was able to get some of the dream team on the go uh, quick sticks and those have melatonin as well as other uh, properties that are good for helping you to sleep and they've been great. It's a wonderful service that they offer and makes things quick and easy. You can have it delivered, you can have uh, it on a regular basis, or you can individually order your vitamins. Important for all of us right now with fall coming on that we fall back into a healthy routine. As the season changes, it's important to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. So now is a great time to update your vitamin and wellness routines to help support your immune system this fall. Caravis products go beyond vitamins and supplements to include protein powders and boosts to help supplement your workouts as you move indoors in the colder months. So you will really find it helpful. For 50% off your first Carev order, go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. That's new code. So go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. It'll be great for you. You'll really love it. And thanks so much. Your book, Chris. 10 minutes. Yes, that's it. I was like, I'm just going to watch yep. 10 minutes. And then it was 3 a.m. and I watched You the can never movie. do that. You can I never know. just oh. for a Hallmark or a Lifetime Christmas movie. I know. Uh, so I will give this one a sock. But it has potential. It could be good. Uh, maybe an orange sock. Uh, so don't worry. What about you? Um. Hmm. Half an orange. Okay. Mm. Half an orange. Uh, some orange sections, maybe. Yeah. Some okay. orange slices. <laughs> slices. All right, Rachel. I'm the same because I do like her, and I like the idea of Tennessee Christmas. I like it when they yeah, move that's fun around. So. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so then next we have the Christmas Yule blog, which love that title. Yeah, that's well, hilarious. Yeah, you Christmas. already have me. Yeah. Uh, this stars Sarah Canning and Zach Santiago. Zach Santiago is on Seinfeld Delivered. Uh, he is, um, I forget, uh, forget his character's name, but he's on Seinfeld Delivered a bunch of times. Uh, so this is directed by Heather Hawthorne Doyle. And it is uh, written by Bob Sanso, and it's uh, he most recently uh, did in uh, Christmas in Love, which was the Daniel Lissing, Rick Tiersey, uh, uh, a wreath oh, movie. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> the wreath stand <laughs> movie. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Oh the, Daniel Lissing. Oh, yeah. He does not have a Christmas. He does not have a good Christmas record with me. And I'm sorry because I know every Hardy in the world is coming after me right now. But I just. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the but it did have the Kringles. And that was pretty fun. But, but yeah. Every time um, I see a Kringle, I think of Brooke Dior saying that. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, so here's the plot. Caroline Williams, a well-known social media travel writer, is given the assignment to cover a hundred-year-old Christmas parade in the small town of Carte de, de Moore, New Mexico. Not excited about the assignment, Caroline goes anyway and meets a high school music teacher, Oscar Ortiz, who introduces her to a side of Christmas that has never she has never seen with different traditions and meanings. In the 12 days before Christmas, Caroline falls in love with Christmas all over again and finds true love for herself. 
Oh my goodness. So Rachel, what are your thoughts? I'm going diamond ring. Because oh, I love baby. the blog. I love the blog. I love the New Mexico setting. I love the music teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot going on in this that sounds fantastic. Uh, the blog thing is great. The tradition is great. The music, the diversity. I think that this could have a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of potential. So diamond ring for me. Do you agree, Dory? Oh my gosh. This is like a diamond ring, a diamond necklace, diamond earrings. A whole Tiffany store. Yes, a whole (laughs) Tiffany store. Like I swear when you started talking about it, I got chills a little bit. I, we need this. This sounds so cool. I'm ready to see some fun new traditions in New Mexico at Christmas. I'm, oh my gosh. And I think, you know, a blogger who's kind of over it and over social media is yeah. the perfect like target for that, like needs that injection of Christmas spirit and to shake it up by trying something new. Oh mm-hmm. boy. I, this is definitely making our bracket this year for yeah. sure. Yeah, I really, I think that, that gives it the extra sparkle is the fact that the new Mexico and the new traditions kind of thing, it just feels yeah. maybe a little bit different. Plus this pairing. I mean, I don't know Sarah Canning at all, but I don't know, just from the, the photo that they had, uh, they look really cute and something different than what we might typically get. Uh, so yeah, I I don't know if I'm quite is it diamond ring worthy i i guess yes, why rachel not? it's a diamond what are you talking about you're gonna love this get your diamond girl <laughs> all right okay then we have november 7th uh we have a welcome home christmas and this is chloe has always supported various military organizations including the town's army toy drive for christmas this year she's paired up with michael a vet who recently returned home and together they recruit other veterans and active military personnel to help in the cause as the community gears up for the officer's christmas ball where all the kids will meet santa claus and receive their gifts michael and chloe begin to realize the greatest gift this season has been each other's company and this is stars Jana Kramer and Brandon Quinn and Tim Reed from Sister Sister. And uh, this is directed by, uh, by Brian Herzlinger, who did Twinkle All the Way oh. and a Christmas movie Christmas and is a friend of our podcast. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about it. I feel like the plot is fairly basic, but I think it'll be entertaining nonetheless and they are going to to replay this on veterans day they're kind of thinking this as their veterans day movie so uh dory what do you think diamond um i love these veteran movies um so much like i feel like if this was on hallmark mark blucas would be the vet and we'd Mm -hmm. all be swooning um I I tend to really like Jana Kramer in these in her movies in her Hallmark and Lifetime movies. Um, I think she's usually good, and um, Brandon Quinn, I love him, and he's in Sweet Magnolias, and mm-hmm. I hope we see more of him Ooh. in season two of Sweet Magnolias. But I think he's pretty dreamy, um, and will make a great veteran. Um, yeah, I mean, totally. We've seen this movie 
in 10 different ways, 20 different times. And I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Like, that's why I do this. I like the familiarity a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So I'm fine with it. I'm excited for this one. Yeah. I mean, Jana Kramer, she, I really like Christmas in Mississippi. I think that's underrated. Yes, that was a good one. Mm -hmm. And I really like uh, uh, Christmas in Louisiana last year was good. So yeah, she does have a pretty good track record, I'd say. Uh, Do you agree, Rachel? Yeah, I do. And, you know, I'm, I'm not American, but I know that the timing for this one is great too, because you do have an election this year. That's mm-hmm. this, that week. So I think that people in whatever way they're engaging, it is a time when they're going to be reflective and patriotic. And I think that's the perfect time to release a veterans movie that you can show again on veterans day. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a diamond ring because I think that we can always tell these stories. And I think that it provides a sense of homecoming for people who are deployed overseas mm-hmm. that they can maybe through sharing these on zoom or however they can watch it with their family. Um, I think that they're really important to include these stories. So I'm always going to go diamond ring with this. Because yeah. We need Same with see. me. Diamond ring. All right. We are being very, very generous. Okay. Then we have on the eighth, <laughs> uh, a very charming Christmas town. <laughs> This stars Natalie Hall and John Prescott, and it is uh, the, let's see here, sorry, I'm kind of flipping around a little bit. Sometimes I have to look um, up the people to yeah. remember what they <laughs> And Natalie like. Hall, we love. She, she's, she's been on the podcast. She actually listens to the podcast, so hello, Natalie. We love you. Hi, um, Natalie. And, and I'm on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then also uh, the uh, and she's done the seven year she, all of going back. She was seven in your making me crazy. And you making me crazy. Yeah, this that's year. right. And my boyfriend Michael Rady. I love Michael Rady. She's great. And uh, anyway, and this is written and directed by Jake Helgren, uh, and he's done a ton of Christmas movies, including Merry Christmas Match last year, which was not my favorite. Um, and also he did love exclusively, which I hated. So that makes me a little nervous, but hopefully you can win me over. Are you going to go sock on this? Um, So here's the plot. We have a city girl and travel and lifestyle blogger, Aubrey goes to the little town of Solvang for her next holiday vlog piece after it's voted most Christmassy town in the USA. She soon meets Sawyer Larson, a local community coordinator and chocolate shop owner assigned to show her around the small town. At first, the unlikely pairing is at odds, but soon start to fall for each other amidst the twinkling lights of the romantic little Danish village. And this sounds to me a lot like the one with um, Brennan Elliott and um, Bonnie Somerville. Uh Yeah. Yeah, I think and it sounds a lot like that. And I do think it sounds really cute. Love you. I, I like Christmas. her. Yeah. Uh, for for Solvang and everything. And I love Natalie Hall. So I, I think that can overcome my, my worries about the writer-director. <laughs> Please. Uh, but uh, what do you think, Dory? Um... You know, I live kind of near Solvang. I live in Southern California and Solvang is like a nice day trip. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is going to be another character in this movie because it really is a cute little Danish village. Um, I think this one sounds cute. Um, I'm going to go orange. 
Um, yeah, I'm ready to mm-hmm. see Solvang on my TV screen. I think that'll be fun. Do you agree, Rachel? I'm going to go orange too, because, you know, we can't get to the European Christmas market, even if we wanted to this year. And so I like the idea of a Danish town and seeing something that is flavored with a little bit, uh, something a little bit different. Um, So I'm going to go orange for this one. Very good. Okay, me too. I also will do an orange. Okay, next we have Christmas on the Vine. This is November 13th. And this stars Juliana Gwill and John Corr and Meredith Baxter. And the, uh, it is uh, the, directed by Paul A. Kaufman and written by Dwayne Poole, who did Winter in Vale this year, which most people enjoyed, and Wedding at Graceland, Royally Ever After, and he did the, one of my, th- I think one of the more underrated Christmas movies of, uh, is The Christmas List with Alicia Witt. <gasps> I, I love that, that one. I love one. that one. That and one is awesome. <laughs> I think that one's really good. So here we go. Brooke, a young marketing executive, goes back to her hometown excited to relive her Christmas memories while helping a struggling family-owned winery. Her marketing assignment involves an unlikely partnership with Tyler, the charismatic yet stubborn owner of the winery. Brooke quickly learns that the town's Christmas spirit has disappeared due to a wine conglomerate buying out all the local wineries. Determined to bring Christmas back to the town, Brooke and Tyler work together and discover they share more than a love for wine. So all of that evil wine conglomerate, they're ruining Christmas. (laughs) How dare they? (laughs) Yeah. I, I I think this one does seem pretty basic, but if they have good chemistry, I think it could be fun. Do you agree, Dory? No. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sock. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, the marketing executive go... You know oh, what? I think I might just be scarred because <laughs> in... <laughs> We have just seen the marketing executive going in to like help the family owned business so many times. Yeah. And to be honest, like the it, hat movie. Exactly. It doesn't oh, work. Oh, the hat movies. The hat movie. Perfect. <laughs> the hat movie. And we all know, you all listening, you all know what we're talking about, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't work more times than it works. And yeah like you kind of lost me when you said marketing but then when wine conglomerate came out of your mouth i was like you know what i don't know about this i don't know if i can handle it that movie is just yeah and there's also that one uh the the um the one with shanae grimes in it uh oh my gosh with the factory and the people coming yeah. out. Yeah. Um, we see this every season <laughs> of the year, and it's just, it doesn't work a lot of yeah. time. Well, even the Kringle movie, that was the same. Did not work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll give it also a sock. But I do think if they have chemistry, it could work. Uh, what do you think, Rachel? I'm sock, but I also kind of get that whole, like, Hallmark's coming out with their own wine this year. 
So maybe Lifetime needs to come out with its own Christmas wine. Yeah, I but think so. I, that. I like I the idea of a vineyard. We've seen mm-hmm. a few vineyards, but again, I I don't think I've seen a good marketing executive go <laughs> to a small town <laughs> film ever. It's too bad they couldn't make the evil conglomerate the Hallmark wine. That would be hilarious. I just, oh, that would, yeah. I'd give that one a diamond ring because that's so clever, but I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to have to go sock with even like some coal dusting just because oh. it's so unoriginal. Yeah. And, um, it, I just that we can all we could have written that right now. So <laughs> last year, I forgot to mention right. last year they did that through line of trop uh, of um, Winter Storm Megan. Yep. Uh, through all the movies, do you think they'll do something like that? Should you do like that? Was that fun? I loved it. I loved I like it waiting when, to hear when they um they know they're very self-conscious of what they're doing. Yes. Like when they can poke fun of themselves and it's kind of meta. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, That's if this was do. a Hallmark vineyard and they were serving the Hallmark wine that they've created for Christmas, I would find that interesting. If but. it was me, I, cause you, do you hear about the whole Jimmy Fallon thing watching Christmas Ben pals? Do you hear about that? Yeah. He was, they, they have a line about Jimmy Fallon and Christmas pen pals. He happened to be watching it. And he was like, oh my gosh, they're talking about me in this Lifetime movie. <laughs> and so if, if it were me, and he was like, Lifetime, you can use me in any of your random conversations on your films. So if it were me, that's what I would do, is I would find it's a way to bring up Jimmy time. Fallon in every single Christmas movie. <laughs> There's that Netflix one where they're with um, the two princesses, and it's both played by the same yeah, actress. Yeah. And she's watching Christmas Prince. I loved that. I was mm-hmm. like, it's so yeah. Yeah, that was the same in um, uh, Once Upon a Christmas Miracle, and they're watching um, one of the Hallmark movies. I, uh, I can't remember which one, but anyway. All right, so let's move on. Okay, so then we have Christmas on Wheels, and this stars Tia Sarker and Michael Xavier, and uh, this one is going to be on the 14th, and it is Ashley returns to her small hometown to care to care of her uncle who recently broke his ankle when she learns that he has sold her mom's vintage red convertible a car that holds many wonderful christmas memories for ashley she's disappointed but with the help of duncan her uncle's attorney ashley is reunited with the car and restores it to its former glory and fills it up with gifts for the community just as her mother used to do as she reconnects with happy christmas memories she feels torn about her plans to return to the big city and what she may be leaving behind so rachel what are your thoughts well i like him so Mm -hmm. that's good there's some eye candy (laughs) i I feel that they're trying to do something different with the wheels motif but it just it sounds like we've done this a lot before Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go probably sock for this just because it it, there's nothing fresh that kind of stands out yet but Sock with a bit of an orange flavoring <laughs> because I do like him. Yes. Socks with orange with a them. flourish because I do like him. What do you think, Dory? Um, I am also going sock. Um, you know, the broken ankle relative come home thing. <laughs> especially if we see them breaking their ankle i already can't do it you know like we always think of 
an aunt falling off a ladder you know it's yeah. just the cookie crawl movie that's totally in the cookie crawl movie yeah what happens yeah uh, i i have to give this one the first coal i'm sorry i have no interest in cars at all the whole idea <laughs> of this car having the sentimental value and like hunting down the car and getting it restored that was the worst part about wedding every weekend for me a movie i enjoyed but all the talk about should they use the real parts or the or the the fake parts that did not interest me at all that was a good movie though I liked it that. was a good I movie but i did not like the car stuff at all i know i um, also didn't buy paul campbell as you know a mechanic for yeah. one second right <laughs> but i did like that movie it was cute <laughs> i i do like tia sir but i have to admit her movie last year was wasn't my favorite uh so i yeah i'm sorry i'm gonna be the bad one and say i'm not really looking forward to first this one coal. first yeah. coal. i know take that curse uh, take that okay so next we have uh next we have the christmas edition and this is stars carly hughes and rob mays who i loved his movie last year and marie osmond who was also in rob mays's movie last year so uh that's interesting november 15th and this is it's christmas time and jackie an up-and-coming journalist finds that her life is at a crossroads until she finds an unexpected opportunity to run a small town newspaper in alaska jackie decides to give it a try and relocates to the picture perfect town using a series of christmas articles she's able to quickly return the newspaper to profitability and soon falls in love both with her new home and the handsome son of the paper's former owner however when her old boss announces plans to take over the paper for herself jackie will need a christmas miracle to save it and i think that we that we love uh, if we could return newspapers for profitability in like what is this weeks matters of months i don't know uh that's that's uh asking quite a bit these days but um but it, i mean i like alaska so that's fun and i do like rob mays and i love marie osmond and it sounds like she's gonna be kind of a, a little bit of a villain so that might be fun um but uh i don't know what do you think dory this gets a stocking full of coal <laughs> from me yeah. i cannot stand marie osmond oh no <laughs> and i can't stand her and i the thought of a small town newspaper turning a profit over christmas just i i i mean there's nothing about this that i'm excited for so i'm, I'm sorry i forgot to mention this is directed by peter sullivan who has done a number of hallmark movies and it is written by anna white who we have had on our show uh, who did Christmas Wonderland, Christmas Made to Order, and Sister of the Bride, which I enjoyed all three of those. So that does make me more interested. But uh, Rachel, what about you? What do you give it? I'm going to go sock. And it's just these, I like the idea of an Alaska setting, but mm -hmm. this, the small town newspaper, it's just so out of touch unless mm -hmm. you're setting this 20 years ago. Like what was the... Um, Christopher from the Gilmore Girls was in one with a paper and there there was a rivalry and it worked because yeah. it's like 15 years ago when that would have happened. If you're going to do it nowadays, it has to have a bit, it just seems a little out of touch with what is actually happening in the media world. And um, 
that's why I've enjoyed seeing some of the vlogs and blogs and right. podcasts and social media yeah. type ones because that's a little bit more relatable. I do think we've seen this a lot. So sock. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to give it a sock as well. Although if I, I you know, I, it does have some good people behind it. So that gives me a little bit of confidence, but we'll see how it is. All right. Then we have a taste of Christmas and this is on the 20th and uh, it stars Annie Kruger and Giles Marini uh, and Nia Verdalos, uh, who I, everybody oh, wow. knows how much I love. My yeah. Big Fat Greek Wedding is one of my favorites. Uh, it's directed by Damien Rome, who did Christmas Love Letter last year, which was actually pretty good. That I liked it. Except for the weird real dog that was pretending to be a fake dog. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I forgot about that. For the, like, for the old people oh yeah. my he gosh, was like was this was so gonna be his next big invention was this fake dog but it was a real dog <laughs> so it's <was> really weird <laughs> but other than that it was Why actually that pretty happen? oh my gosh <laughs> rachel i had blocked that i can't oh. you reminded me of it i'm so upset i'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight <laughs> yeah and this has the same writer as christmas love letter as well uh kelly peters name and amy Catherine taylor so here's the plot when natalie learns her cousin francesca must cancel the christmas eve opening of her new italian restaurant natalie's heart goes out to all of the guests who were planning on attending since no one should be alone on christmas natalie decides to make the opening happen any way she can however the attractive but pessimistic chef stefano believes it's impossible there are only three days until christmas but natalie insists that problems are just opportunities in disguise and soon she convinces stefano that they could do it at first these opposites do not attract but feelings begin to change when they find themselves working side by side with stefano's help natalie learns that cooking like christmas isn't about perfection it's about sharing it with the ones you love so dory what are your thoughts mm. <laughs> <laughs> um I, it doesn't seem like it would be very wise to have this opening the night before like on christmas eve yeah i don't think that would be very smart even pre-covid i uh, yeah i think i'm gonna have to go sock with this one it just um there are too many um potential there's too much potential for it to fail like mm -hmm. the cooking plot lines are either hit or miss like the you know like the chef situation i feel like i either love those kind of movies or i hate them mm -hmm. depending on the chemistry depending on the banter um depending on the situation they found themselves in i mean you're right the fact that like this restaurant was set to open on christmas eve like it's just there's a lot going on here and i'm not sure about much of it so I do. sorry sock i mean i liked uh, giles marini when he was on dancing with stars and i love nia verdalos yeah uh so that you know that's but i don't know what do you think rachel i think sock and for the same reasons, Dory said, what is that? I just watched one that had 
I caught it late, but Roz from Frasier was the villain and it was a cooking one. Um, it was the Hallmark and she Niles said to open something. Frasier? Roz. Oh, Roz. Carrie Gilpin. A dash of Love. Yes. That one's a good one. I yeah, like that, that one. That one was a good one. And this made me think of that because they have to work together. But um, yeah, I'm going to go stalk because it also, I'm just punishing these fake people for opening a restaurant that's also fictional on Christmas Eve. Because Amen. I can. <laughs> I know. You know what? I'm right there with you. Why did you do that? Because <laughs> that was poor foresight. Yeah. So talking you. <laughs> but it would make more sense to me to open on New Year's Eve to me. That would just feels yeah. more like a opening restaurant holiday to me. Um, all right. Uh, so we all agree sock on that one. We will have information for Rachel for your book in the Woo-hoo. description. Make sure y'all check it out. It's super cute. Uh, we're really excited. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Oh, it was a great. hoot. Thank you. I'm going to be <laughs> tweeting with both of you when we watch all of these. Yes. Um, because man, I'm looking forward to about 80 zillion hours of Christmas movies. Yeah. It's going to be I'm so ready. It's oh. so epic. <laughs> it's going to be more this year. It's going to be extra sweet. Uh, so, uh, Dory, <laughs> how can people find you? Um, you can find me at all the feels pod on Twitter. Oh, um, that's you. That's me. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, that's me. So listen to our podcast, subscribe, talk to me on Twitter. We're also on Facebook, all the feels pod. Um, and thank you for having me on Rachel. It's always the best. And please, um, for some of these real estate movies, maybe have me and Rachel back on. So, oh we my can, gosh. Yes. So we can reevaluate how we felt about yes. them. How we felt about <laughs> hero Chad Everest who decides <laughs> that now is the time to open a year round Christmas store next yeah. to the other year round Christmas store. <laughs> stay tuned everybody (laughs) so suspenseful so uh, so, Rachel what about you what's your social media I'm everywhere on social media I'm at Rach K Mick R-A-C-H-K-M-C so that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook all R-A-C-H-K-M-C and you can find me I've written of the zillion books but this one is specific to made for TV Christmas movies and I love talking about them so please find me Great. Yeah, we'll have all that in the description section. Make sure you follow that. And uh, make sure that you're following the podcast, the Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all over social media. And please leave your ratings and reviews if you're listening on iTunes. Really need that, especially going into this Christmas season. Uh, The more reviews we have, the more likely people will be able to find us and find the podcast. So please, 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 please do that. And so that's the end of part uh, one of this uh, two-part episode. I uh, hope that you enjoyed it and look forward to your thoughts about part two. If you are watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that as well. And then we also have our patron group, which again, we are doing a, uh, a watch along with Carly Smale, a writer extraordinaire for Christmas Pen Pals coming up this month. We have lots of other fun perks to being a patron and we sure appreciate that. We also have our merch store, which has tons of festive designs, including wow. our adorable elf shirts designed by artist Jessica Miller. So you definitely